Hey, welcome to episode 10 of Amateur Bartending for Immature People. I am Shannon. And as always, this is Greg, and this is the uh, podcast where we're going to be talking, thinking, and making and drinking cocktails. But I think, Shannon, we're going to do something a tiny bit different this time. Normally, we try to give you guys, the listeners, uh, some cocktails that you probably have heard of and uh, ingredients that are very easy for you to go out and get at your favorite liquor store, whether it be Total Wine or whatever you're, wherever you're going. But today we're going to do just a tiny bit different. Shan, what do we got? I was inspired by um, going out to cocktail bars recently and seeing several ke- um, cocktails on the menus that included tea. Yes, absolutely. We've seen definitely some Earl Grey-based uh simple uh, syrups or even some infusions of uh, the liquor. What are we going to do? Okay, so because I was inspired to do uh, with the tea-based cocktails we've seen going out, I thought, I wonder what I have in my cupboard that would lend itself to doing some fun, complex cocktail flavors without very much effort. Nice, nice. Yeah. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to teach you how to create a couple simple syrups using tea that you might have in your home. Uh, in full disclosure, I used two recipes based on the teas that we already had at our house. And we're going to, of course, feature two cocktail recipes that go along with those tea simple syrups that we're going to make today. That sounds awesome. So it also, too, you know, folks at home, I guess they can look in their cupboards and see what they have. And then who knows where they're going to end up as far as what drinks they can make. But it sounds like a very fun, fun topic. I can't wait to get into this. Yeah. So, you know, the tea is uh, full of antioxidants anti-inflammatories. Um, I'm not saying that this is going to be a super healthy use of that. But so w- once again, some some health. We're, we're health nuts here <laughs> we're, at Amateur Bartending for here. Amateur People. So this is going to be a healthy cocktail. We guarantee it. <laughs> it is not a guarantee and it is not going to be healthy. I mean, it would be if you did not put the liquor or the sugar in there. It's like health food. Did you know that tea is the second most consumed beverage in the world? I bet, I, you know, I think I probably have heard that, and I wouldn't doubt that it is. Do you have any guess how many different types of tea there are? Wow. Uh, I know just even going to the store and going to the tea aisle, you're going to see an ocean of products. I'm assu- I, I, Tens of thousands. Yeah, well, that might have been overstating it just a bit. I mean, I there know. is 1,500 types of tea, not, oh, include- okay. not including herbal teas. Ah, okay. I mean, I don't think that's going to make up the other... 9,000. But um, right, exactly. anyway, yeah, a lot of tea and a lot of people around the world drink this stuff. So I know sometimes they send monkeys up in the tree to pick tea leaves. Sometimes. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't like that. Um, Okay. China. <laughs> sorry, sorry for that. <laughs> sorry for that okay, aside. Okay for that. All right, carry on. Carry on. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I can. <laughs> creepy little monkey hands picking the tea. Anyway, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm I digress. A, and how do you even train them to do that? I don't and know. And how do you know it's clean? I, you I'm, don't. I have many questions you don't. about monkeys There's a lot of questions there. Tea. There's a lot of questions there. And I, I feel like to. monkeys are very selfish. I don't think they'd share. I think they're going to keep the best tea leaves for themselves and bring the crap down to you. I think they're just shoving in their stupid monkey holes and just throwing down some extra bits. <laughs> I don't know. That's what they're doing. Anyway. Um, speaking of monkey bits, uh, largest tea bag, Guinness World Book of Records. Okay. 551 pounds. That's a big tea bag. It was 9.8 feet wide and 13 feet high. Indeed. And it could have brewed 100,000 cups. Wow. Yeah. Set into that, that record was set in 2014 in Saudi Arabia. Sound like a waste of tea. 
Yeah, I don't know what they do with that after that. Mm, I would hope they make just a really big pot. Maybe. And share it with 100,000 people. Probably not. Uh, Anyway, in case you need to know that. Good facts. Anything else? What do we got for fun tea facts? (laughs) Of course, China consumes the most. And then Turkey, Ireland, and the UK. Not surprising. Not surprising. Definitely. I thought the definitely UK would be up there. They are liking their tea. And like I said, it's the second most consumed pro- uh, beverage in the whole world. Wow. Three billion cups are consumed worldwide each year. Do we know what number one is? Number one what? What's number one? The most number one consumed beverage. I don't know. All right. Well, there's a, there's another. You guys can go out and figure that out for yourself. Google, here you come. I'm going to assume it's water. I hope so, yeah. But, you know, people drink tea for a long time because sure you could boil water and... It wouldn't poison you. And it wouldn't poison you. <laughs> Hopefully. And so they thought that it was the tea that wasn't, that was making it safer, but it probably was just that they were boiling you it. You got it. So anyway, little tea facts. That has nothing to do with the tea in my cupboard, actually. Um, I had a couple different kinds of tea in my cupboard today. What did we have? The first tea I had in there was a hibiscus tea. And mm. so I I thought, you know, let's see what we can find for recipes on that. And I found some inspiration, though I had to adjust the recipe a little bit. And so our first recipe today is going to be a hibiscus gin sour. Well, that sounds awesome. And hibiscus is a really nice tea, and it has a beautiful color. It's this really, like, reddish, like, deep raspberry color to it. Exactly. So, uh, I think... Well, how do folks get started on this? What what, what should they be doing for the first step if they're going to start their own tea infusions into sugar? Simple okay. syrup. Okay, what we're going to do is pull out a saucepan. Okay, we've got one sitting out already. I did one cup of water. Okay. And you're going to boil the water. All right. And then I put in, after it boils, you're going to do one cup of, I used just white refined sugar into that. So All right, and you kind of were mixing that as it was getting heated up, right? Yeah, so as you're, uh, as it's boiling, you're going to slowly add the sugar. You're going to be stirring it constantly. So now you have like a boiling sugar pot. And I had hibiscus pineapple lychee tea from Tea Republic. And it was in a bag, which made it very easy to strain. So I threw eight bags into that. So you're going to make it, you're going to go for a pretty concentrated amount is what you're going to try to do. Yeah, you want it to be as concentrated as possible because you're going to be mixing this into a cocktail. So it's going to dilute out with whatever you're putting into the drink. So So you want to make it as concentrated flavor as possible. So if at this point people had a loose leaf tea, same thing. You just put it right in there because we're going to be straining later on anyway. Well, I didn't have to strain this because I had tea bags in it. Okay. But you can use your fine strainer, or if you want to even strain it finer than that, you could use a coffee filter when you get done oh, to hint. get the to get the tea strained out of your stuff. So anyway, so what you're going to do is you're going to let your water boil. You're going to put your sugar in it, let it boil. I threw the tea in there, and then I let that boil for just a little bit too and simmered that down. I left the bags in until it cooled. Then I pulled the bags out because I was trying to get as much concentration as possible. Makes sense. So now what we've ended up with is a hibiscus, well, with this particular tea, hibiscus pineapple lychee tea, but you could use hibiscus tea. And with a lot of sugar. Um, With a lot of sugar. So now we have a simple syrup, essentially, that is a tea syrup. Oh, that's fun. So the drink that I I wanted to create today is the hibiscus gin sour. So what are we going to need for that? So we're going to uh, use a shaker on this. Okay, very good. And we're going to pull out a London dry gin. I use Tanqueray. Ah, oh, 
Gratigood. You'll have your tea syrup. And you're going to want to um, juice a lemon. All right, let me get the juicer. You continue and I'll juice the lemon. Okay, and you're also going to want to pull out um, egg because we're going to want to put egg white on this one. Oh, fun. Okay, great. We had done something similar in some previous episodes, like when we did the Pisco Sour. So on this. All right, are you ready to start adding stuff? You got we're your, ready. Let's got do it. I've juicer. got everything lined up here, ready to go. Excellent. And by the way, Wait for your, um, after we made the syrup earlier today, so it was nice and cool. Don't make, don't just jump into the drink with hot syrup. Make sure it gets to room temperature and then put it in the refrigerator for a little bit. It'll affect your drink. And that goes with just making basic simple as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We also just put it into mason jars and tighten the lid. I write a little note on the top of what it is and when it was made. That's a little hint. I like it. Yeah. So, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, get your shaker out. It's right here in front of me. We're going to do one and a half ounces of gin. All right. Of the Tanqueray in there. I did three quarters of an ounce of our new tea syrup that we have. Okay. We're going to do one ounce of lemon juice. Okay. That freshy squeezed lemon juice. It is in there. And we're going to put in an egg white. Please separate it. Don't put the yolk in. Watch my technique here. Look at this. Oh, yeah, you crack the egg. Well, yeah, but look at how quickly I can do this. Do it. Boop, boop, back and forth. Look at that. No mess, no muss, no fuss. Show off. It's like a perfect. It's perfect. (laughs) And then on this one, actually, I threw in a dash of grapefruit bitters. You don't need to if you don't have any, but I did think it added some complexity to it. Just do that. I've got it right here. Okay. Boom. It's in there. So you're going to dry shake this. Okay, so that means no ice, No ice. Nope. So uh, unfortunately for uh, our needs here, it's going to be very quiet. So we're going to not going to have You're not going to hear anything. You're not going to really hear anything with this because it just kind of schlops back and forth. All right. You're going to violently shake that. All right. I'll I'll go do that and then you you carry on. Yeah. So why you violently shake this with the egg white in there is because you're trying to get that egg white to froth up as much as you can. Take that egg white. (laughs) So... I would say probably how long you how long do you think you normally shake that like thirty seconds? Probably or until your triceps hurt. Okay, there we go. Um, all right, so while he's doing that, I'm gonna grab some ice out of the freezer, and what we're gonna do is you almost done there. All right, I'm I'm back. I'm back. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna add ice now to our shaker. All right, because nobody wants a warm drink. Exactly. You also might want to throw your, right now you might want to throw your coop into the freezer so it gets nice and cold while you're making your cocktail. I have pre-planned there in there right now. So we're going to go ahead and cap off that shaker again. Okay. And you're going to shake that so it gets cold. All right. We're going to give it a little shaky, shaky action here. Again, you know, like 30 seconds or so, as long as you could stand it until it freezes your fingers to the outside of the thing, but we're going to do it that much. Yeah, you're not trying to water it down. You're just trying to get it as cold as yeah. you can. Yeah, right, you want to get that thing cold. And on this, you're going to um, go ahead and use your strainer that's on your shaker. Okay. And you're going to strain this into your cocktail glass. Maybe grab that out of the freezer. All would, right, you recommend double, would you recommend double straining this one? I, you know, I don't think so because the egg oh, white. the egg white. You don't want to lose the foam. There. You don't want to lose okay, your foam. Yeah, do not and also, double strain, guys. An important note: don't just pour it out. Like when you're done, you have to actually like hit the side of the shaker, so that you can get as much of the yeah. foam from the egg out of. Yeah, so I'm kind of tapping the side, and the foam is kind of. You can kind of add that foam to the top of each glass, and I'm kind of like artfully putting it on there. Yeah, that looks great. That looks amazing. Set, this color is really almost looks like a raspberry with a light pink um, 
light pink foam on top, almost like, like a cotton candy color on the top of it. That does look great. That is nice, and it's it's that's a really nice color. Cheers. You want to give it a try? Cheers. Let's give All this right, a shot. Let's see what you think. I experimented a little bit with this earlier, but oh, that's good. Oh wow! Hey, that's really good. Yeah, it adds some complexity to a regular sour. It does. And it's like it's uh it's, it's not really floral. It's I don't it's a That's an excellent description of it. It kind of you, the tea really comes through, but the kind of the floral essence. Well, it is a hibiscus tea, so that's what's really going to come through on this. You know the other thing, I don't know really how to describe this, but you know when sometimes when you drink tea and this is a concentrated tea, mm -hmm. you get almost like a a drying sensation. A dry on your tongue. Mm -hmm. And that is what I'm getting off of this drink. Right. So you have the sweetness of the sugar. You have a little bit of the floral. You can taste that, the gin base. And that kind of, what's that unami flavor of the egg kind of almost? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's just, it's, and it is a gorgeous. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's a gorgeous It's really drink. pretty. It tastes good. It's a, it's a real nice, again, you know, these, are, this is kind of definitely another summertime type of beverage here. It's, I like, the, I like the flavor. It's not too sweet. It's not too sour. It's got a really good balance. It's it's fun because we made it out of something that was sitting in our cupboard. And that's so. and that would change too. Like if you ended up doing a, uh, let's say you had you know an Earl Grey tea or even just a regular basic black tea, that's going to change us in a, go an incredible different direction with these same uh, same ingredients. And I I suggest that everybody out there try try it and or simply substitute this simple syrup whatever you've made for any of your other drinks that call for a simple but this has been fantastic i like this one i'm just now experimenting with teas because oh, i yeah. you know so i'm just going to put that out there but with um like this is a floral tea so i think almost any tea that you have is kind of a floral base would probably work in a sour drink like this the next cocktail we're going to make though is a spicier richer version i have a bunch of chai oh that'll be so fun and so I thought we'd do something 100% a different direction. Oh, I remember that chai tea. It's really good. So I think that uh, depending on what your flavor is of the tea that you have, you might want to pick a drink that is uh, that suits it historically. You know, if you have a peppermint tea, maybe you want to do it in a mojito or something. You know, you might want to pick the right thing for the right sure, tea. Sure, that, that makes sense. So I wouldn't make a... I don't know. It could be good. I, I'm thinking it wouldn't. I wouldn't use a mint tea in this drink with the lemon. I think that Probably would be Probably not, kind of yeah. Weird. I mean, it would still be all right, but. Mm. Okay. So, uh, enjoy this one. This is this one's really good. It's, what do we got for the next one? It should be pretty exciting. This is a beautiful one. Um, so, the next one, we have, like I said, we have chai in the cupboard. Okay. So, I had done some research on chai. Mm -hmm. um, it is an Indian East Asian tea that is a black tea base with cardamom, cinnamon, cloves, ginger, peppercorns. And it's really delicious. I think sometimes they put some additional things in there, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a much spicier, spicier tea. Um, the tea leaves are known to improve your health um, and Again, all the other another health food drink here for yeah, all the other ingredients in there um, have you know some benefits for like blood pressure and et cetera et cetera fantastic this is not going to be good for you um, this is not one of those <laughs> but if you have the tea the tea itself probably would be pretty exactly. good <laughs> so um, we have 
Now we're going to make another syrup out of this one. So the preparation for this, I imagine, is going to be similar. So what do we need to do this one? Okay, on this, because it's a deeper tea and it has all of those spices, I decided that maybe a brown sugar would be a good base oh, on that's this a, one. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, I think brown sugar or a raw sugar would have worked for this or also. Dementura sugar or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. Maybe even molasses. Sometimes some people make molasses Might be a simple. bitter, but still. There's, um, anyway, so we just decided to do a brown sugar simple syrup. That's awesome. So I, because we have so many things we're trying to tell you guys how to do today, I think we're just going to jump right into, into the syrup for this. Let's do it. Let's just let them know the quantities, kind of what we use to get where we are. Okay, on this one, again, you pull your chai out. We had um, loose leaf chai okay. for this one. And we also had some chai powder that I threw into it, too, just to get more spicy. It probably wasn't necessary, to be honest. What's your guess on the amount of tea that you put in there? I think I put in about three tablespoons into one cup of water. Okay. There's your ratio, guys. And I put in like a teaspoon of the chai powder we had okay. like and, i said not, much, that much, was not necessary how much brown sugar on that okay so what you're going to do is you're going to also um heat up one cup of water okay like before or like with any simple yeah you're going to do your one cup of water i used half of the amount of sugar in the brown sugar syrup because i felt like it was so this was going to be so spicy already right right so i did um a half of a cup of brown sugar Okay, so one cup of water, half a cup of brown sugar. Same thing. You're going to uh, heat it up in a saucepan, the one cup of water. You're going to then, once it's boiling, put in your half a cup of brown sugar and, and stir it until it's dissolved. Okay. And then you're going to add your tea. And so on this one, again, I said I you know, put in a couple tablespoons of okay, cool. the loose leaf tea. How long do you think you let that boil now? You know, on this one, I let it uh, boil just for a little bit. I simmered it a little bit, and then I just turned it off and let it cool. Cool. All right. Before I strained it. Okay, great. And Again, this, through that fine fine strainer, the fine conical strainer. Yeah, and on this, because it was um, a, cause it has so much spices in it, uh, it was clumping up my fine strainer a little bit, so I okay. strained it twice. Oh, nice. Okay. So I strained it into a jar, jumped the jar back into my... Um, pan then i restrained it again just to try so to it's going to take some, some so uh, folks at home it's going to take some experimentation and you know just do what seems right to get the most amount of uh sediment out of there as a squished um when it was in the fine strainer i kind of squished take some the of the back of a spoon or your thumb depending yeah. on how hot it is anyway so that's how we ended up with that syrup nice. it, I let it, it looks great too it's like a really interesting super dark color i really like it in the jar i saw it sitting there and i was like "Ooh, that looks really good yeah, it's real spicy yeah yeah just on its own it, i mean you could put that over ice cream or something you know um especially with the hibiscus one i was thinking you don't have to put it into a cocktail i think mm -mm. it'd be great just with some club soda yeah or you uh, know what do you call it from the uh, soda stream yeah exactly so i don't think i mean that lighter syrup i thought was great the chai you could it doesn't even have to have alcohol in it mm -mm. i can't believe i'm saying that but um <laughs> that's a different program altogether <laughs> it's not this program but so okay so now we have our chai syrup nice. that we've made this chai, chai brown infused brown sugar simple syrup exactly gorgeous stuff too I had done some research today on different recipes, and I tried one or two, and I was a little disappointed how sweet they were. Right. And so what I've decided to do is create my own recipe this time. 
which like you hear that guys <laughs> exclusive for you first time out into the public exclusive recipe from the amateur bartenders and i'm sure that we've talked about this in the past but i'm i'm not a big fan of highly sweetened drinks right and because of that i definitely um changed the recipe that we had had today so what we're going to make is I'm calling it a chai and rye. Ooh, I like it. I like yeah. like the sound of that. What do we got to do? It rhymes. Yay. So what we're going to do is we're going to do bullet rye. Of mo- I'm sorry. Things you need to put it into. Let's okay. pull out a mixing glass. Okay. A mixing vessel. Uh, throw some ice in it. Very good. Awesome. And we're going to have a spoon and a strainer. We've got those items here in front of me. Okay, so here is what we're going to put into that. We're going to do two ounces of bullet rye. And here we go, bullet in. We're also going to do one half of an ounce of your chai brown sugar syrup that you just made. All right, this stuff is really nice and viscous. Looks great, smells great. It is in there. Okay, spicy. Spicy. Spicy chai. Then we're going to do um, a half of an ounce of orange liqueur. I use Contro. Okay, we got the Contro, nice square bottle. Here we go, a little Contro in there. I liked the balance of orange with the chai. I think it adds a little bit more complexity, and also that added a little bit more sweetness because I didn't have the chai brown sugar syrup as sweet as like the previous syrup. So, which I was glad because then it allowed me to put in a liqueur instead. Okay, got that in there. So, oh yeah, and then bitters. I was like, oh. The heat of the chai I thought would work really well with mole bitters. So oh, let's good put, call. Yeah, good thanks. call. Um, so let's do one dash of mole bitters All right, give there. me the mole. Here we go. One in there. Nice. And one dash of orange bitters just to pop up that orange flavor All right, a little we're going to use Angostura brand orange bitters. Here we go. It's in. So while you're doing that, could you stir that? And I'm going to get my rocks glass and fill it with ice. All right, stirring that up. This is kind of like a complex old-fashioned. Right, exactly. And again, you want to th- stir that for 30 seconds. We will not subject you to that. Okay, so I've got some ice in the glass here. All right, so we've got rocks glasses. Are we ready to pour? Yeah, go ahead and pour that in there. While you do that, I'm going to do a little bit of an orange peel okay. for, uh, for garnish. So um, that looks really good. It's a very... Um, golden brown color yeah it looks like it looks almost like a cup of tea itself it does um so i'm going to express my orange over the top and just toss my peel oh, get those oils up on there, there. I, I always like that okay well here it is yeah, my own creation uh chai and rye chai and rye guys let's, here we go let's see what we think about that one try. now you can really smell kind of the cardamom mm. um and clove of the and of course, the orange because there's blends orange well over the top that, of it. That expressed orange over the top—it's really good. What did you think? Mm, that's nice. That is well balanced. Yeah, I think it definitely leans towards the savory side, not to the sweet side. Mm-hmm. Definitely the savory. You're going to get a lot of that uh, chai tea coming through, but yet I can still tell that it was brown sugar that we used. But the bullet is bold enough to stand up to kind of that savory taste the bullet comes through i mean it's not going to be your super bruise forward kind of drink but this one definitely is balanced very well i would think don't i wouldn't use a less strong uh 
whiskey with this or rye with this. I wouldn't use a less strong one because then you, you would probably get masked behind that mm-hmm. flavor of that simple. But boy, this is really well balanced. Yeah, I well really, balanced. I like how this turned out. I like I said, I tried a couple of different things earlier today, which I want to encourage you. You know, we keep saying on this podcast that if you have something around the house, if you have one alcohol as opposed to another, if you have a different vermouth as opposed to another vermouth, try it out because you'll get where you can taste the difference between these things and you might be able to start making your own judgment calls. Absolutely. And anytime you're substituting anything out, you know, just, uh, you know, keep in mind what you had used as far as volumes and, you know, if it changed it in a weird way, back it off. Or if it changed it in a weird way, add a little more. Now, these these cocktails have been great, Shane. I really enjoyed these today because, you know, it brought not only the skills that we've been talking to people about throughout the whole thing, but yet, now you can go to your own cupboard, pull some stuff out, kind of get a little ownership of something you know that you've made. And like I think we said before, once you kind of get these little jars in your fridge, your friends are going to be like, "Well, what is this? What in the world have you made here?" And you can, you know, that's a nice source of pride. And it's also, you know, I I'm a big advocate for looking and see what you already have and figuring out what you can do with it. So Sounds like we a had, great idea. We had these, and this is what we did, and I'm really happy with the results. And I'm sure that if you have a Earl Grey in your cupboard or something else, you can probably find a recipe that would work well for you too. But we didn't do any um, alcohol infusions with these. We just did simple syrups, and I think that's a really great place to start because almost everybody has some sort of sugar around their house and water. And it so. was very quick and very easy to do. So that's going to get you, you know, a lot of results really fast. Well, I enjoyed um, having a little tea time with you today. Oh, tea time. Yeah, <laughs> that was really nice. Shan, do we have pictures of these? Do we have recipes for these guys up on the Instagram? Well, of course we do. Well, where can they go to see this? They can go to Instagram and follow us at Amateur Bartending 4, the number 4, Immature, And there you'll find our recipes, um, pictures of today's cocktails, and pictures of past libraries. And, of course, if you like this podcast and uh, you haven't heard any other one, you can probably find us anywhere that you get your podcasts. We're going to be on iTunes and just, you know, go ahead and put a search in for amateur bartending for immature people. You're going to find us. And please, you know, put the likes, put the follows, put the uh, five stars or four stars or whatever it ends up being on your particular platform because, you know, that's what keeps us going. That's what lets us know that you guys are enjoying what we're doing. And as always, we love to hear from you and hear your comments or see those comments on that Instagram page. Shan, this has been fantastic. Like I said, like you said, tea time has been wonderful. What a wonderful tea time to have. (laughs) Cheers, Greg. And cheers, Shan.